Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. We are joined from beginning to end. It's that time of year by Tyler Morona, our good buddy. Um, Tyler, say hi. What's up, guys? Grateful <laughs> to be here. You know, it feels it's always nice to have the uh, the summer kind of turn here. I mean, it's not going to be you know any cooler here in Houston, Texas, probably until you know January first. So um, at least football gets to break up my year, and it's becoming that best time of year. So um, it feels like the 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 proverbial waters are the the tides are changing, Sean. So it's good to be here. Uh, yeah, I wish I could say the same, Tyler. I wish no, I had God, another month of year, summer every year. before we got to think about football and cold weather and leaves falling, my neighbor's leaves falling in my yard and uh, me having to try to blow them back over the fence in some kind of fancy fashion every year. And, um, you know, I could go without that. I could stay with the sun and go into the beach and hold off football for another month or two, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm fine with it. Joe? Well, <laughs> I, I hear you. By the way, you sound like you're 100 years old. It's like, oh, you know, the neighbor's <laughs> leaves are in my yard. But, um, I, I Get off my car. It's, it's been 120 basically here in Houston for three months straight. So excuse me if I want that to kind of come to an end. Well, I mean, I kind of get it. You kind of, yeah. I mean, you're in a, you're in a, you're in an area where it's extremely hot. You are. Right. And and when I say winter, I mean 68 degrees. Right. I'm not talking zero. Yeah. You so know? your it's winters. Like, I, that's that's, a, that's what gets me going. It's a little different than even my winter here in Virginia Beach. I mean, it gets cold right. in Virginia Beach. It's not like yeah, for sure. It's not like uh, you know. I mean, once in a while we'll even get snow. You know. So, you know. Yeah. And and same with Joe. Same climate. Yeah, almost. yeah for sure. So anyway. Uh, look, we have got some fun for you this evening. First, we're going to do some buy, seller holds, mostly listener or follower submitted. And, you know, I would have to say this is the most successful user submission in quite some time. So I don't know. I was if, surprised. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's buzz around football season or if that's just people are bored or if... Um, 
you know, I mean, I guess. I mean, it maybe they're be. finally getting it, Sean. Maybe they finally <laughs> understand know. how it's supposed what to be done. Season? That's a possibility. Yeah. So uh, you guys are talking season. What is this season six for you guys? This will be season six of football. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So just give it six years. You know, people finally catch on. But yeah, maybe maybe it's a little fifty-fifty. You know, people finally getting it, and um, you know, it's it's this is one of the most interesting teams in a while for Syracuse. So um, it's it's an intriguing time. It's it's an unknown excitement for me. Correct. And like that's uh, hope springs eternal. Right. Yes. But I have done this to myself before. But what, <laughs> what makes it like that, Sean? <laughs> what? What makes what makes it feel that way? Well, I'm excited really about felt like that since Dungey's Dungey's year, right? I, I'm really excited about the returning players. I felt really, really good watching the players um, on ACC Media Day, and you know, thereafter with some of the videos that came out done by even SU and a couple other places. So that always kind of sets the mood. You know, you can kind of tell people's with people's the way they come off, whether or not they uh, right. are excited or not. So really what did it for me was the last episode, the AC, ACC media day, listening to Garrett Schrader and just knowing that, you know, I feel like this is going to be an, a huge opportunity for him. And he's going to, he's, you know, he feels like he knows that and he's going to grab the bull by the horns, got some new coaches. I mean, it just feels like it should be exciting. The the disappointment or the or the unknown part that makes me nervous is that it's Syracuse. And, well, uh, and, the, and the schedule. <laughs> and the schedule's brutal. Five well, preseason ranked opponents, classic, right? Right. That's just classic Syracuse, though. Like, yeah. leave it to our conference to just be like, no, screw no, no, us. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, play Clemson, and then by the way, um, Notre go Dame, on the road Dame. and play Clemson, and then you know, Dude, why, go NC home and play State, Notre Dame. Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt. I mean, and then Florida State, Wake Forest. I mean, depending on what happens with Sam Hartman, I haven't heard what's going on with him or how long that's going to be. But I mean, you're talking about five top 25 teams in six weeks and that's right after your bye. so i mean that's crazy so and that's after you've already played louisville purdue and virginia you know so um yeah it's it's definitely tough but i think the the one thing that i that makes me excited i think is you look at this team and it's like there's it looks like there's like this like the most pros uh in for a syracuse team here for a little while i mean i know we had that one year where we had the three defensive backs but, I mean, we got linemen that are probably going to go to the pros. We got linebackers that are going to go to the pros. Um, it, to me, it just looks like between that and, and also it was really the additions of all the coaches. Finally getting a special teams coordinator and an actual pretty good one. Um, and then also getting our quarterback a quarterback coach and not just one guy that's an offensive coordinator and a quarterback coach. And considering for that sure. those two for, considering those two coaches have been together since, I mean, BYU when they turned Taysom Hill into it an NFL quarterback, I just feel like that helps us way more than I think a lot of people think about. Yeah. But- I, might, I might add in one, one other point on that, which is I feel like beyond the, the professionals on this team at several levels, because um, there are professionals in the defensive back and uh, linebacker defensive line is completely unknown. Offensive right. line is, is looking like it with Bergeron, but um, I would also say that this team is probably the most talented top to bottom. I think there's less variance between number one and number 105 than there's been 
even in the 10 and three season. So I, I would say, I that think so too. There's a lot of talent even returning. If, even if pilot Schrader is just nothing. Like we have several four star quarterbacks behind him now. That's never happened. No, I mean, we were, we when in recent years <laughs> between Schaefer and, uh, and Babers, I mean, we had, I mean, non-scholarship quarterback. I mean, walk-ons were out there playing sometimes as a starter. Yeah, was, um, just, that was bewildering to say the least. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, one, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. I mean, as much as it was some great stories and stuff like that for some of them. Um, it didn't really turn out too well. So, I mean, I agree. When getting uh, Del Rio Wilson from from uh, Florida, Valari from Michigan, um, I mean, we just have a bigger quarterback room. And, I mean, imagine if if Lamson never got hurt. He was showing promise in the spring game. So, I think that that quarterback room is as deep as it's been in a very long time. If not ever, you know. If so, not ever. Recruiting yeah. rankings, I, you know, right. go off of those. But I, right, yeah, right, right, right. Who's to say? I just saw something on QStation.com. I don't know who it's from. I have to assume Stephen Bailey, but um, that Dan Valari is testing out a role as wide receiver or something like that. So, I mean, yeah, um, you know. Well, there's been a lot of things, and Sean, I know you're going to kill me about the whole lockdown thing. All right, but oh, here's Joe. Have... Here's Go bragging on his favorite podcast. He, he loves it, boy. It's let me tell you, not that he I loves it. it. Five stars from Joe. I'm just saying, yep. you, if you have guys, if you have guys that have gone and you Wait, have, if you've subscribed, they're, they're is that what you said, Tyler? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on. But they're at they're at the practices, so the coach isn't talking every day, so they're given a little bit of input in stuff that's going on in the practices. So, um, you know, things like that, it's not always easy to be seen without having to pay for some subscription for Syracuse.com or something I, like that. I, so. I, I was, you know what? I wasn't even going to bring this up until you did, but I, you know me. And I mean, I think everybody knows with the Syracuse.com, what they were doing and just in the past with other people trying to charge for content, just in look, I know Stephen Bailey is very good at this. But just for camp, you could have paid for a month at QSNation.com and got who knows how much information, right? So, I mean, to some extent, I mean, it's not that expensive. I think it's 7 bucks a month. It's, I, I thought about it. I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the season. Yeah. If, I can, if, I can, if I can get some extra things throughout the season, I, I, I would think about it. It's not that expensive. I would just hate to do it. I would hate to give my money to Syracuse.com. Really is what it comes down to, I think. Why? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just the cynic in me. And, and you know, it, they're just they're, they're, they're the biggest, right? And you used to get all, sure. all, all through growing up. And, the, and, and just that's where I got all my Syracuse information from. Dedicated, post-standard uh, um, subscriber back in the day my mom too i even got it myself when i moved out and and i come to syracuse can't get the post standard but i have the internet now and then all of a sudden they want to start charging for this thing three or so years ago and i'm like no no i'm not going to do it so it's just Does me being stubborn 
my mom still does have it. So I guess you I know, could you can technically get, her password get it. And you can yeah, just go yeah, in there for free. Yeah. yeah. My mom doesn't know her password, I promise you. And I would literally have to go to Syracuse <laughs> to help yeah. her figure it out. So <laughs> I mean That's there's fair. that. Okay, maybe just next time I'm there I'll do it. Huh? Just ever mail you the paper every day. There you go. <laughs> just forward the paper to my address. Yeah, just, exactly. It's like it's like me using me using her shoppers club card at Wegmans for the first year the Wegmans was down here, and uh, they sent my mom a gift basket in my name for being a top customer. She goes, "You you've been using my you've been using my shoppers club card at Wegmans." I say, "Yeah, I use it every time I go." She goes, "Well, I've you got a you got a gift basket here." Card. I've been using another man's Kroger card for 20 years. He probably got a gift basket. Probably. His gas bill is zero. Because I get all the points in the world. All the points. Okay. All right. Let's get into this. All right. Let's start. There's two, these are out of order for me, so I have to remember to go back. Remember, there's eight of them. So if we don't do eight, say, Sean, we're at seven. You have one more. Oh, great. I got to count. Exactly. Sorry. All right. All right. So here we go. At the end of these, we will give our predictions. We'll give our upset pick, if I didn't already say that, if we have one. Okay? Um, we're going to start with Sean Tucker. Okay? Because this is the, the, he's the big deal, man. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm going to give this to you first, Tyler. Buy, sell, or hold. Wait, hold on. Let's do this. Let's do it this way. Sean Tucker will eclipse 2,000 yards rushing this season. Submitted by, uh, at Baptized by Fire 7 on the Twitter. Uh, buy, sell, hold, or partial buy, all purpose. Oh. Interesting wrinkle. Um, I like all purpose. But okay, so here's here's the thing. I'm just gonna talk through this real quick. If you get to 2,000 yards, or if Sean were to get to 2,000 yards rushing, there needs to be like a there needs to be one game in there where it's like 335 yards. I'm being serious because like Louisville, somebody Clemson, somebody's gonna hold him to under 100. It's just the nature of the beast. Even the best running back has an off day because they're gonna put. 12 guys in the box right like they're gonna have the stands in the box so one and you know there is an fcs opponent on our schedule and he did literally go out of his mind against the one last year against albany but that all being said i can partially buy but i cannot buy 2,000 yards on on the turf russian joe yeah i think i'm gonna sell all of it I think that um, going kind of piggybacking off what what Tyler said, we play some really good teams this year. And last year, you looked at, I mean, Schrader and Tucker. I mean, they both, I mean, I think they ended up with like 26 rushing touchdowns together. Um, They know, you know, teams know what our our strength is. And they brought in these coaches, but they're going to make, they're going to make Garrett Schrader beat him with his arm. No doubt about it. They're going to put people in the box. There's teams that are not going to let Sean Tucker and Garrett Schrader just run a damn, just run all over him. It's just not going to happen. So I think he's still going to have a good year, but I think that we're going to be, uh, we're going to have a lot more yards through the air, I think, this year. Um, And then also, too, I think that we brought in some backs that can provide a little bit of spark and help. I think LaQuint Allen, they said, has has been playing really well, and they think that he's actually going to end up being the number two 
just because of his receiving skills. So um, I think there's a situation where, I mean, we could be better. And I think that Sean Tucker could even have maybe possibly more rushing touchdowns, but not getting the yardage um, eclipsed with that, just because I think it's going to have to get spread around more for it to work. Otherwise, like you said, they're going to load the box and it's over. That's what they started to do at the end of the year last year. And that's why we lost so bad. So, you would have to be extremely well with the ball through the air. And I think that, you know, Schrader, I do think Schrader's going to be better with that. But man, that's a lot. That's a lot. What was the, what did, 1,445 last year? What did he have last year? Who, Schrader? No, 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 no. Tucker, Russian. Tucker, 1496. 1496. Okay. Um, that's a lot. That's a that's lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. We all watched it. It was a lot, right? Yeah. So uh, to get 2,000 all-purpose, man, I think, I, look, I kind of like that one. I kind of like that one, man. I, y- if you can't run them, you throw it to them. And, and, and I just feel like if he doesn't get he, – he, I'm selling. I'd sell on the, on the, on the ground. But I'm with Tyler on the on the all purpose. I think that that's totally possible. I'd I'd put my money on that just to see what happens because um, if Schrader can if Schrader can open it up a little bit, and I think he'll I think he's got a great opportunity to, and I think he can. Um, but we'll see early. I think you know he's going to be a target everywhere. I mean, the dude's going to be a target everywhere, and it's going to be difficult. That's, that's well. I'm. I completely forgot about the fact that Schrader also runs. So naturally, by him eating yards, it's just going to take away from Sean. But is right? he going to run as much this year? I don't think he runs as much this year as he did last year. I just don't think well, it's. I mean, I hope not as well. But the guy is very fast. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's not going to. He's not, he's not going to screw around back there. That's for sure. He's not going to screw around. No, I'm not talking about like I'm talking about design runs to where Schrader just might catch. And this is the part that could also in turn help Sean with catching, which is like. It's very possible Sean catches a ball one yard in front of the line of scrimmage and then just runs at 79 more yards. Like that's where most of those yards for both gentlemen are going to come from is when it's like the play should have been two yards, but it went 60 or or 70, you know, in in that regard. So um, that's how those inflated numbers happen, at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, Schrader had 781 yards and 14 touchdowns on the ground last year. And then. Tucker had the 12 touchdowns for almost 15. So, but at the end of the day, too, I mean, Schrader threw for less yards than Tucker ran, <laughs> and Tucker oh, and Tucker led the team. Or no, sorry, Tucker was second on the team in catches with 20. Oh, there you go. How many? So, how many? How many receiving yards did Tucker have last year? He was 20 catches for 255 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, I thought he had a little bit more than that. Now, you got to think, that brings him up to, um, what, 1,700 and some change, right? 255 on that, yeah. Yeah, so 1,750, Yeah. So, I, I mean, guys, <laughs> we're talking 250 <laughs> yards. <laughs> I don't know so, if we just talked ourselves back into this. So, I'm, I'm buying the partial, the partial buy. Uh, all purpose. I, I I think it's totally possible. In in look, he's the 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 clamor is is that he's better, stronger, and faster than he was last year. I just I just don't 
see him putting up mediocre. Not that he not that he put up mediocre numbers last year, but I think he does better than this year than he does than he did last year. And two hundred forty nine more yards would get us to uh, two two thousand all purpose. So that's where. Yes, I I think the only way he does that is if we actually like do considerably better throwing the ball so that teams can't stack the box. But that's that's that were to happen. That's my premise, though. If that were to happen, then you're talking about a really dangerous offense. Well, that, exactly. Well, that's well, what we're hoping for, right? Are we playing a 13th game, and are we counting those yards? Okay. I, I mean, no. look, I, I, I wouldn't – I would count the 12. Got to throw in that caveat, don't you? I would throw in – It's out of 12? I would say 12. Yeah, that's how, that's how I would say. That's Because that's how I'm thinking. That's where my mind's at. That's a lot yeah, of Yeah, I don't know. But think about it. If we made a bowl game, we wouldn't care. Might as well call it Thursday. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I do not agree with that at all. I think we care a lot if we take a full game. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm talking about getting this number. Getting it right or wrong. Getting it right or wrong for 12 oh, games. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Um, well okay. 13 in there. Who cares? We'll be here until midnight at this rate, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, next up, submitted by K. Nabiwaniak on the Twitter. Schrader starts in all 12 games. And a bowl game this year, Joe. I'm just. I want to buy that. So I, I want to. I want to buy it too. But what do you? What do you think? So let's see. There's the like the, Tyler threw in a little wrinkle. Um, Kyle throws in the wrinkle immediately with including a bowl game. So and don't let any cats reason. out of the bag. Don't let any cats out of the bag. Because we're going to get there later. So just do the 12 games. Let's just do the 12. Okay, just the 12. He's going to start out 12 games. I'll buy that. Okay, we can revisit We can revisit 13 after we give our predictions. Tyler. All right. I struggle. <laughs> Hold on. Tyler's like in another room all of a sudden. He's, he's yeah, sitting well, up. He's sitting upright. Oh. My wife and I have been kind of like going like okay. I was going to say, you looked super comfy where you just... Yeah, you were like so laying I was, down. I was literally about to fall asleep. So I was like, <laughs> all right, this, is, <laughs> this has got to change. Um, I hate the word all because it's just... It's so confining. Because if he just misses one snap at the beginning of one game, you know, it's like that's that's that. Does he play in no, all 12 games? Starts all 12. Game? Starts all 12. Schrader starts all 12 games. <laughs> I just I can't do it. I, it's just so it's so fifty fifty all binary, right? All or nothing. So um, yeah, no. But I, I'm with you. I want it to happen. How about a a, a part? Well, we'll do that later. Um. So yeah, I'll I'll buy. I'll buy because I want it to happen. I'm gonna buy it into. Existence. I mean, there's just other things that can go into it, right? Like he might not be all the way injured, and like, okay, I'm available, and then someone comes in, sucks, and then comes comes in, or yeah, who knows? Well, maybe I've, a personal yeah. foul that gets him suspended for the first. The dude the started game, how right? many like, games last year? Like banged up. I mean, we didn't I mean, have we, a choice. We never knew how banged <laughs> up he was. That's but true. We definitely knew that he was banged up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just so, yeah, I'm right there. I'm buying. Tyler's selling. Joe, you still buying or what? Did you talk yourself yeah, out of it? I'm gonna no, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna okay. buy. Okay. Here's an easy one for everybody. Our boy at Oil Cuse on Twitter submitted this one. Cuse has over thirty five hundred yards passing this season. Total as a team. I gotta just gotta be, I gotta just sell. Come on, bro. Like, oh, does man, Sean Tucker get injured in <laughs> like the first game? I hope not. Uh but that's a ton. That's a ton. 
And it's just too many for me to put my money on. That's. A, I'm sorry. He threw 1,445 yards passing last year. DeVito, 388. So if you, you even give Garrett maybe those other games, then maybe he gets to like 2,000. But 3,500? <laughs> Come on. That's a lot of. Yeah, that that's uh that's a lot. I mean, those are that's like man, that's like first round pick numbers. So Well, it's as a team. So, you know, to your point about your other quarterbacks well, somebody's playing. Somebody's getting drafted in the first round with 35 <laughs> yards. So, let me see. I'm I'm looking up real quick. Ryan Nassib, his best season passing for the Orange was 3750. It's amazing, though. I don't see Ryan Nassib starting for this team this year, so I'm going to sell. Damn. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Submitted by our boy Zach on Facebook. Hats off to Zach. That's our guy right there. Uh, we will have a winning record in true buzz around the program leading up to the Notre Dame game. If you remember the year that um, Dungy played. I think we got ranked right before we went to play Notre Dame. Remember? Yeah. And then he ended up getting hurt uh, like very quickly, and it was a it was a disaster. But um, it's something to that effect. So Louisville, Connecticut, Purdue, Virginia, Wagner, NC State, Clemson, going into Notre Dame. Some true buzz around the team um, leading up to that game actually being something worth watching for people who are not Syracuse or Notre Dame fans. Okay? That's didn't all. DeVito didn't DeVito play that game? Start he did. Game? He didn't no, he didn't start the game. Um no. he tried to finish it and he did. Oh that's right. I forgot about that. That's when like Eric Dungey went down like, he, he his got back. like literally like shot in the back. Yeah. 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 Man, that was tough. Yeah, and then DeVito almost connected on one of the most beautiful passes down the field, but I believe Taj Gibson dropped it. I could be wrong. But Taj Gibson, Taj, Taj Harris, player. Taj Harris. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's all good. Um, Tyler, what do you think? I'm buying it. Okay, I like that buy. I would buy as well, and it's based purely off of nothing other than pure hope. Joe, <laughs> you're talking about before the. Notre Dame? I'm talking about, listen, we will have a winning record and a true buzz around the program leading up to the Notre Dame game. The winning record is tough. See, if that was leading up to the NC State game, I feel like that would be a way easier buy. Yeah, but the Notre Dame game is like almost smack dab in the middle of the season. It's, it's, it's you know. Yeah, but it's also coming off of playing NC State and Clemson back to back. I mean, no one's making you buy it. You can do whatever no, you I want. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Okay, well, that's bold. It's not a confident buy. It's not a confident I, buy. Mine's not either. In fact, my predictions that I already have written down totally conflict with my buy. But that's okay. But if, if we are the team that we want us to be, then I do see a way of 5-0. and oh. So... Okay. I mean... I mean... If we think that we have a chance against some of these other teams in the back half, I mean, we're probably not going to go 5-0. and Those are some tough teams there, but, I mean, 3-2? and If we go 3-2 and that first five and then lose to NC State and Clemson, yeah. 
I don't want to give everything away, but. Well, this um, is just a bunch of ifs and buts, right? Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I see a, I see a possibility of, you're talking about three and two to start. I mean, there's there's six games before you could get you could start. I see a I see a I see a a path to to um, five and one going into NC State. I mean, it's it's really one one juggernaut there. Four and one. Who Purdue? I'm sorry. Four and one. Purdue or Louisville? Um, Louisville is my that's my juggernaut. Yeah, that's the first game in the season. Um, we don't know what we're going to be looking at, you know, yeah. um, we're well, going to learn a lot. We'll we're going to learn a ton that game. Exactly. And the Louisville previews next week. So I don't want to do so too much just, work on just that. To clar- just to clarify, you are saying that Clemson is not in fact a juggernaut. No, no, no. Leading into the NC state game. I said, I see, oh, my bad. I see, I'm, I see I'm a path to, of, um, four and one heading into the NC state game. That's fair. It's, you know, that's that's an interesting program. I think the ACC at large is really dependent on what NC State does this year. I mean, the I mean the the depth of the conference really kind of relies around. I would either say it belongs to them or Louisville or us. I know that's a very large grouping, but um, you know if if any of those three teams are legit good, it makes the conference very, very good this year. Like very, very good. If Clemson's back and Notre Dame is as advertised because the other side of the conference is really, I mean, they have done a lot of work in a very short amount of time with Miami doing what they've done with Pitt actually becoming a real program, which, you know, it's terrible to say, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, you know, Virginia is obviously going to be going downward. Duke and NC uh, university of North Carolina are always very, very variable from year to year. But, um, Man, you know, our division is just, it's, God, it's, it's tough. It just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, did we all buy that? I think we all did. I, I'm, I'm, buy, I'm buying it, and I'm buying it off of heart. I'm buying it off of heart, and I'm skeptical of my own buy. I, I feel like I'm, I'd be pissing money away, but I'm going to do it anyway, just in case. So, okay. Good odds. Good odds. <laughs> uh, all right. Here, here's one. So, so I, I got here submitted by Alex on Facebook, kinda. Okay, so I, I changed it up a bit. I basically did the opposite of what he did. Okay, <laughs> but you kind of get the same result. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, look, look, Dino follow us. Follows us. I wasn't going to copy and paste his his buy seller hold. I just didn't. I don't know how often Dino's on Facebook, and he's the only one I care about. I just don't want him. You know. Being like a unfollow, I'd like to keep that one for at least this football season before he <laughs> before he mutes us or unfollows us. Okay, like many have. All right, uh, okay. This will be Dino's year of redemption, putting all the rumors about his job uh, losing his job to rest. Buy, sell, or hold, Joe. That's gonna be my hold. Oh I didn't even give the hold rules. What? That's good. You get, you, you're supposed to get one hold, but I was hoping everybody would man up and be decisive. That's okay, though. <sighs> I mean, well, I just I don't see where you're going. I, I don't see a situation where. Where if he, he finishes. Where we're going to. There's going to be fans that are going to be like, oh, like, for instance, if we go a certain 
record and we don't play a certain 13 game doesn't mean we're actually that bad because of the schedule or if we go seven and whatever or play some BS bowl game, like there's still going to be fans out there that aren't going to be happy unless we're eight, nine, ten wins anyway, and they're going to be calling for his job anyway. So I just don't see a scenario where. Right, um, but we're not ta- we're not talking about the fans calling for his for him for his head. We're just saying, um, it'll be a, his year of redemption after the past couple years because we I think we were all in agreement at least you and I, Joe, that coming into this year, he had to produce or his head was going to be on the chopping block. Uh, right. I really, was, I really wasn't on that, that bandwagon just basically because of the changes that they made in coaching, and sometimes it takes more than one season. But, but we've um, been doing the it takes more than one season because you changed coaching since, like, since he started. Well, after that Dungeon year, he lost so many – so many coaches that he that he brought there to other jobs. At some point, though, we got to have some consistency. I mean, I get it, I get it. But at some point, when do we stop becoming the revolving door of coaches? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand that, but you got to you got to do with what you got. I get it. I'd argue that going five and seven every year is very consistent. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, there was that COVID year. Well, yeah. Oh <laughs> gosh. Uh, so you you're holding, Tyler. What do you what do you say? What do you say about Dino's Dino's redemption year? Putting the rumors to rest about his job. So, did you guys see the article that said that I think he still has like north of fifteen million or something like that as a buyout? Something no. like that. Yeah. That tells me that I could. I mean, it doesn't matter if I buy, sell, or hold. Like he's coming back. Um, and then next year would be the the, the deciding year. Because um, look, I mean, if we're going to talk the stipulations on whether or not the middle of the, the meat of that schedule is kind to us or not, only time will tell. But in in this scenario, okay, we go NC State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt. If we go zero and four during that stretch, um, you know I don't think that the boosters or the alumni base comes up with fifteen million dollars and then has a name in mind to go out and hire and raise another twenty million. So, um, you know, I'm just I'm at a loss. I can say I will say bye because I do think that what what he does is the team plays for him this year and that they do very well with with what they have. However, what does that equal? I think it equals one more year of coach. I think it shows like, hey, you know, I know how to build a program. We're just in a really, really competitive conference. We're getting there. Um, and then the true, the true test is next year. So I will buy that it puts him to rest for now. But does that last forever? And he has a lifetime contract as a result to this question? No. <clears throat> right. Well, exactly. I would. Okay. That's fair. Uh if we go to a bowl game, I think it puts the rumors to rest. Yeah. So I, I yeah. so I'm going to buy because that's the question. Yeah. I mean, if we I, go to a bowl game, then I th- be, be anything short of a bowl game, we're always going to hear it. That's just how fan bases are. It's not just Syracuse. It's just how fan bases are. There, this fan base in particular is getting a little impatient with just about everything. I mean, we had our worst. Showing of all for sports ever. Yeah. 
losing record in lacrosse, basketball, football, and Bayheim's Army stunk it up. I think Bayheim's Army is now an official Syracuse sport. So um, losing, <laughs> losing, losing, yeah. at, losing at home with with an opportunity with with another game after a win at home at OCC. So uh, anything short of a bowl game, I think you, we're going to hear the Boo Birds. Um, Getting a bowl game, though, I think I think squelches some of that a little bit. So I would I would buy. Um, By the way, real quick before we move on, yes. Number one, thank God for New York's baseball team, the New York Metropolitans, for not for redeeming uh, <laughs> the state of New York. But number two, um, if we do go to a bowl game with this schedule, that actually might be the most impressive thing coach has ever done. I, I will I will go on the record and say that because it, the year that we won ten games that wasn't with this schedule, that was with the worst AC the worst ACC has been besides last year, and maybe even worse than last year. And we took advantage of the opportunity that was given us gold, you know, gold plated. Yeah, they, they, they they took what they could get when it was in front right. of them for sure. This year we're earning something by going to a bowl game, and that's something I that think this, this team's this better team has never done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and you know, we're not going to talk about the Mets, okay? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. All right, you got Yan- Yankees fans over here. Uh, look, Yankees, man, scaring the hell out of me. I thought I couldn't lose Teflon, the Teflon Yankees, but here we are. Uh, okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, twenty twenty two Orange Football will be the new Orange is the new fast. Buy, sell, or hold. Simple. So, if you remember, Orange is the New Fast was never really a thing. It was terrible. Uh, it was a terrible marketing scheme or something. I don't know who come up with it or what happened there, but it didn't fit the mold, and um, it was very premature. No, it's kind of tough to be fast when you're not faster than the teams you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, amongst many other things. Yeah, we were never... Orange is the new fast, but but do we have do we have the potential with with the likes of Tucker and Schrader just to just to get these chains moving and and now that Schrader is kind of in a position where he is a little bit more familiar not only with players but coaches plays you know um, just everything is it is it possible this is the year for the new Orange is the new fast. Uh, whose turn is it? Joe, I'm choosing you. I hate that damn saying. I know. I hate, Slogan, I know. I hate I know. all of it. I like, I just want to just flush it down the toilet. I don't care about it. But yeah, I do Play the game, see a, a situation where they're going to look faster. And this isn't going to be necessarily... It's tough because what is it? Orange is the new faster. Or are we just going to see a better offense? Well, Orange because was we the new have three and out greater, for a long time. Straight, Exactly, and that's not going to be the case. I mean, we have Schrader and we have Tucker. So we have Schrader and Tucker, who obviously are fast. Um, but on top of that, we have some receivers that got some speed, and we got some receivers that have stepped up. Um, they've I've been hearing nothing, but so they're talking about big ones too. Start, starting receivers, Damian Offord and, and Aronde Gatson. Um, Aronde Gatson coming out of nowhere with these guys. and I mean, he was barely getting reps last year. Now they're saying he's going to be the starter. At six five in the outside, um, and Devon Cooper coming back, it's like a seventh six, year. Six, the right. guy's like twenty four, um, but him and uh, Schrader, they started to get a little bit of a rapport last year in the in the um, slot. 
and then also um, Courtney Jackson. So, in you know, Stephen Bailey's been talking about how they have been having like <clears throat> bringing receivers into the backfield to uh, two running back sets, um, you know, different formation splits, putting people in motion. So all these different things um, to, to create mismatches and get people open. Um, it's just going to look better. It's going to look cleaner. We got better coaches in that area. Um, so if that's what you want to equate to orange is the new fast, then I guess that I'll buy. But um, I think we're going to put up more points and we're going to look a lot more efficient and, Hopefully our defense can can do the same thing, and then you might be looking at a special season. So, uh, Tyler, I mean, if we're talking about the defense, I think that you know, absolutely, there's there's no doubt about it. Um, just looking at the roster real quick, um, it's 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 overwhelming. The embarrassment of riches we have on defense is is quite outstanding, and obviously that um, you know brings a smile to my face as a former defender, but. Um, you know, it's interesting. You know, Gadsden and Alford, that's that's what's going to determine everything. Um, their ability to get separation or potentially just a little bit of separation with that height advantage, 6'6 six, six and 6'5, six, that is real deal size and speed. And, and anywhere in the ACC. Um, you know, Clemson likes that model, the big, tall, bulk, wide receiver, and they all go play in the NFL. And so Coach was like, hey, look, Coach Babers is like, hey, look, you know, there is a model. Maybe they're not the five-star guy, but can they be something in two, three years? Well, that's where we're at right now with both these guys. Alford got, you know, dunked in the water real early as a true freshman, but heck, you know, we needed it. So um, the the backfield is completely spoken for. It's really out wide, and um, I think that's where it comes down to. And if they if they can run, we run. You know, I think it'll be great. Um, <clears throat> so you buy. buy you buy in? Yeah. I buy. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I, I again, Sean. I wanted to sell too, but this is all the whole slogans. Stupid. I. That's kind of my point. It was a marketing scheme. It didn't work, and. It is something we mocked uh, the past, not so much last year, but the couple years before that. Well, we had no choice. I mean, right, right. And, <laughs> and I mean, we just never saw it be successful. I don't know. I don't really know what the team looks like, but I, I just don't think they're going to have to be living. And I like, I like. Tyler's points about the receivers for sure. Yeah, I mean, because I was going to sell, and he's making me rethink. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with selling just because I just all I care about is that this team, like Joe said to, to his point, is that it's more put together, less sloppy. Need guys catching the ball. And if you can outrun them and and you can reach over top of defenders, it doesn't mean anything unless you catch the ball. Also, it's got to be put in the right spot, and we just haven't seen a ton of that. So yeah. without well, that, and there's go ahead. There's other guys too on the bench that have shown out. You know, Amari Hatcher. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, a yeah. Trevor Trevor yes. Pena. So I mean, yeah. there's guys that are ready to come too. So it's like Agreed. at the end of the day, uh, if those guys don't work out, but I mean, they're saying the player of the camp is Aronde Gadsden as far as like the jump that he's made from last because Alford was ahead of him in adult in the depth chart. And, and, and all of a sudden now he's starting next. Week. 
Alfred had played some good games last year. He had some he clutch he, plays. I think the one. I think his. He was the catch at uh, yeah, the Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yeah. 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 That, and that was the best game that team played, you know, start to finish the entire year last year. Yeah. And uh, Alford, he was clutch. He had uh, 13 catches for 249 yards and two touchdowns. In that game? No, in the oh, season. I was going to say, holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> My gosh, what did I miss? Okay. Um, all right. The uh, the fans on, on that, by the way, I forgot to do this. So I'm not, now I'm going to be a, 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 I'm gonna be going back and redoing it, but it's fine. Uh 2022 Orange Football would be the new Orange is the New Fast. I have 49% sold, 28% bought, 23% hold, held. Um, Dino's Redemption Year, uh, 40% bought that. Dispelling the rumors um, that this year he will, he, will, he will do good enough to, to stop the Boo Birds. Uh, we'll have a winning record and true buzz around the program leading up to Notre Dame. The fan said buy 47%, sell 39%, uh, 14% held, um, 3,500 yards passing for the team as a total, 62% sold. Schrader starts in all 12 games, including a bowl game this year, 59% sold. So, mm. yeah. Sean Tucker will eclipse 2,000 rushing yards this year, sold 41%. Um, the partial buy is only 9%. I thought that was crazy. 39% bought full on that. Um, and then that brings us to this. Okay, it's time for predictions. Um, does anyone volunteer to go first? Are you sure that those were eight? No, I got two more because they pertain to our predictions and, and stuff. So we're going to talk about them as we do it. That was six. So, Q's will win... Between one and five games, six and eight games, or nine plus games. This is just wins, okay? Um, this is wins for the se- wins the whole season, whether or not they make a bowl game or not, okay? Um, we'll discuss that after we hear answers, okay? Um, and then and then we'll do upset picks if you got them because we have a question about that, okay? So, Q's will win blank games. Um, I'll just go first because I already had, I already had mine done and I, I could have flip flopped on this man a couple times. Like I said, I see a scenario where we could go into NC state four and one, um, with Louisville being the, the juggernaut there and, um, a tough, that's going to be a tough game. We're all going to know a ton after that game. And, um, I wish I could Purdue too. Well, I got that as a loss. Okay. That's my that's my loss in that clump of games. But I I see I see a I see a way six to six, but I really I I picked an upset pick, and that pushed me to seven and five for the season. And that is probably way overshooting it. Um, but my heart's in it this year, and it hasn't been the past couple years. So uh, I've been cynical and nasty. And um, I'm a little bit excited this year. Now, it could still be July and I'd be fine, but I'm still excited. So uh, I guess I'm, I'm right there at, at six to eight wins. At seven and five is my prediction. Um, Joe, you go. Completely unprepared. No. 
Um, well, he's only been knowing we're doing this podcast for two weeks. So. Oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I got to. I think we go six and six, man. Okay. All right. So you're you're with me between six and eight, Tyler. I think the season, whether or not we bump out of the six to eight range, is the pit game. So comes okay. down to kind of the season. The season's there right now. I'm at six and six. I want to be surprised and say that. After Notre Dame, we win out. I think that's a very strong possibility. Um, and then, which means that we only have to win, you know, our gimmies at the beginning. And that gets a bowl game. So, um, that's where I'm at. Six and six? Yep. By the way, you guys picked six and six last year, which is fine. You guys can repeat. That's fine. We're all in the range. That was that was an overestimate. This year is an underestimate. I, I will color and my seven. six and six picks. They're not the same. Okay, I understand. No, that. So, you know, and I, I forget what the actual stat is, but there's like there's some type of thing out there where they kind of throw all your stuff together, your strength of schedule, and all that kind of you know your um, you know the point differentials and stuff like that, and they kind of use this um, math to figure out where you should have technically been. You know, it's like a, a balance out, you know, where you an eight oh, win FBI, team, but your schedule yeah, is something like mix. that. And it was a situation where they got, I think they got put it as like a seven win. It was like 6.8 or something wins or something like that. Really? So technically we were that type of team as far as when you want to look at like how competitive we were, but because of our schedule, we only went five and seven. So with, the worst loss of all time to Florida State. Super bad. It's well, take me a little while to get over that. The, the, oh, yeah. the fans, the fans are, are right there with us at six and eight, fifty-eight percent, thirty-nine percent at one and five, and then you got your three percenters at nine plus. <clears throat> so that leads to this. Okay, so we all we all are predicting Syracuse to go to a bowl game. That's fantastic. That's great. But they, we've got five preseason ranked teams on this schedule, and with the potential of obviously people, there's going to be some movement probably, and we don't know about Sam Hartman, and that's late in the season though. Um, so we're just going to pretend like he's going to be there. At least I am. Um, when we go to um, most likely upset win for the Orange this year, and this is submitted by uh, Saltine Warrior Four on Twitter. And uh, he gave me Notre Dame, NC State, Clemson, and then I was going to add one, but he didn't. I didn't want to manipulate his his question too much, and that, yeah. so I just put I just put none of the above. Um, and then you guys can can add yours if you got one, and if you don't, you don't. So I'll go I'll go first because um, just to get it over with. <laughs> uh, so. I, I, I think, I think, I think, in my opinion, that they get one. All right. Now, I don't think it's any of these. So none of the above. I've got preseason. I've got those all as losses. Unfortunately, there's something about the Syracuse Pit thing that intrigues me. It's at Pit too. It's kind of late in the season. Um, I could be way off here, but it, that Pit game. I'm wildly looking forward to. 
and um, that's my that's my upset win. And I think that's probably gonna be one of the toughest games that they play, besides Syracuse at Clemson and Notre Dame at Syracuse. But they're all in a row. So I've got just so you guys know, I've got a loss to NC State, uh, a loss to Clemson, a loss to Notre Dame, and Syracuse has to rebound at some point to get some momentum, in my opinion. And I think that I think they pull it off against Pitt. Joe. Yeah. Tyler. See. Joe. Tyler. It's just I I hate this because like what Tyler said it's the same thing like just the ACC just it almost looks like they want to screw us. I right, mean, they do. You, it doesn't look, do look like it. Like it's not if it's a, it's a yes. Yeah. It's exactly. Like, you look at the last four games and I think a lot of them are winnable. Uh, I mean, Wake Forest seems to be like they were a better team last year, and we brought them into overtime. Should have beat Florida State. Who knows what Boston College is going to look like? But if that quarterback is hurt again, then we got a chance there too. And Pittsburgh's got a new quarterback as well, so we don't even know what they look like. But we stink when it comes to no- November normally because right. somebody's hurt or we don't like yeah, our record in November yeah. is just Who not great, yeah. right? And then you look at October and it's like, okay, thanks for the Wagner you know gimme but then i have nc state clemson and notre dame after a bye week at least they give us a bye week before they bend us over um but at at the end of the day like i look at some of these teams nc state i don't think is as talented as clemson and notre dame but i think they have a quarterback that i mean they we know who their quarterback is and what he can do uh clemson i mean their quarterback last year didn't play great and I'm not saying that they don't have one right behind them, and I'm sure that I know their defense is crazy this year. So I don't see us beating Clemson, although we do in our history play them well. Uh, and then Notre Dame, uh, they got a lot of turnaround too. They got a they had a quarterback controversy. They got a new quarterback. Um, they lost, I think, two of their top receivers. I know they got a good uh, tight end coming back, and their receiver that was their top receiver that was supposed to come back had torn his ACL. So um, I mean, there are obviously some things going on but these guys are, are loaded so um i mean if we don't beat nc state off the bye week at home then we're not beating any of those three i don't believe that's just that's just me okay Can joe we? yes but that's that's my take joe's got nc state um i just you know wanted to you know look at these three from last year we didn't play notre dame last year i don't Think we no, did not. We thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think we'd be Notre Dame by any means. We historically played them the worst, even when we're the best. Um, they, they, I so, can't stand. Just for the record, like just real quick, I, I can't stand Notre Dame. I can't they're, stand them. They're just they're criminally, criminally, <laughs> criminally annoying. Um, yes. Worst fan base in the country. Just do whatever they mm, want. Money talks. Yeah, we, we, we dip our toe in 30 different waters where, you know, yeah. maybe in the Pac-12 as we play SC and Stanford every year, we play five ACC teams. We, we, we want to be in the ACC in basketball just because right. it's, great, we, it's a great we're conference. We're going to always MF everybody because we should belong to the Big Ten and we're always going <laughs> to flirt with leaving. So, you know, it drives up the price for everybody. So. We're, inde- yep. we're independent. Um, it's just <laughs> terrible. We're independent. Just terrible. So, except for basketball. Uh, when, yeah, except, <laughs> well, actually, except for everything else. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lacrosse, Lacrosse baseball, too, yeah. basketball. Everything uh, there in the ACC. Volleyball, right? yeah. field hockey. We destroy them in everything else. How that is allowed is how, that's <laughs> crazy. How, how that's allowed is just beyond the pale. I mean, how? 
it's gonna happen. Money, money, um, money, money. Which, yeah. um, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, like Tyler. Thirty-five teams will. I was, I was gonna say, eventually, thirty-five teams are just gonna leave the NCAA and be governed by the college football playoff, and they're gonna just duke it out for like a real championship. And yeah, like a real, like a real directly. league, like a yeah. real league. Yeah, uh, it's headed that way. Anyway. I, I just bring, I just jab Notre Dame because I know you uh, are gonna piggyback on it so go on lifelong lifelong grudge yeah Um, (laughs) so we lost last year three games in a row consecutively 30 to 33 florida state 37 to 40 in overtime against wake forest and then we lost 14 17 to clemson historically we play of the best teams that we play are clemson and pittsburgh but I don't think Wake Forest is going to be that hard of a game, to be honest with you guys. I think that their best of what they had has gone, and now it's kind of unproven guys. I think what could really be an issue um, is I, I just think that NC State is just trending the right direction as a program. I really believe in their coach. I really think that they have something good going on. So I think that as a program, they're better. I don't think that's my upset. I think the upset either comes from Clemson or Pittsburgh, and I know that's weird to say. But um, if I were to pick of those, I would um, I would say maybe we go get one at Clemson this year. Okay, I, I mean hell, I, I would trade mine for that. But I do, but I do <laughs> like just for just for just for the just the finger in the eye. But um, the pit one I really want because I'm I want that one too. I'm tired of of of, of losing to Pitt. Basketball and football lately has been brutal for Syracuse for Spit. I think we somebody was put out the stat when we moved in the ACC of like our technical rival because you know we're not next year is going to be the first year where we're no longer in division. Right. Yes. And um, they put us with Florida State, um, BC, and Pitt. Right. That's our mm-hmm. yeah. grouping. So they were saying of that. We have only beaten Florida State once and Pitt once in eight years. So we're one in seven against both of them. That's oh, fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the, the fans. I want those two, long story short. The fans chose uh, out of Notre Dame, NC State, Clemson, or none of the above. They went with NC State, but the um, second place answer was none of the above at 27%. NC State, 41%. Yeah. So. Um, it's going to be fun. It is very close. First game against Louisville, 8 p.m. on Saturday, September 3rd. That's going to be mm. a freaking, that's going to be a blast. And, and I just, good, I can't, I hope, I hope it's going to be good. And I can't wait to, um, I can't wait to talk about it, but I can't wait to watch might, it even Might more, be the so. best time to play him. I, I think I so. Yeah, that. it's the absolute best time it's, to play it's, them. It's not like basketball where we did the Syracuse versus UVA to to open the season. It's a. I feel. I feel. You know. I feel like. It, no, yeah. It's, it's a little I mean, different. It's basically, whoever's got their crap together. Exactly. Better, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, who's got? I mean, we're yeah. returning seventeen starters. Mo- motivation. I mean, I know we're five and seven, but yeah, they got a lot more. I mean, they have Malik Cunningham, and he's in. He's a problem. He's but, a problem. But we have all off season to to scheme for him alone. Yep. And then once we don't play, you know, it's easier to, to scheme away from a mobile quarterback than to scheme for one. I mean, it's just immeasurably easier to play a quarterback that's not mobile. Um, ask Nick Saban. The only teams he loses to are mobile quarterbacks. So, yep. um, you know, I love, you know, if we were playing um, 
any other team from the conference first, I wouldn't like it as much as the fact that we're playing Louisville first. So um, it, it actually favors us if it favors us at all, you know, in that for that reason. Well, and if you've looked at any or if you've looked at any of Mikel Jones interviews this offseason, this dude's chomping. Yeah, at yeah the he bit wants for Malik this Cunningham because, because because of COVID and because of everything Louisville has played. We've played Louisville three years straight at Louisville. Yeah. So Malik Cunningham hasn't even played at the Dome. And this right. dude has been like hinting toward like spying him. Can't wait. To, like he just can't wait. And I don't know, man. The, the, it's just some the eight de- o'clock on ACC Network. <laughs> I mean, good, like, dude. Yeah. Well, the defense this year is the that. is the is the big mystery kind of really. I mean, more so I, no I would say than. The, well, I'm just talking about the defense in general because they've they their their confidence in what they're doing with the three three five scheme seems like they've got it higher way more yeah. figured out than it's ever been. And I understand the lines uh, a, a question mark, but I think that. I think that it's going to be difficult for Louisville to prepare for because they're not going to have any idea what kind of what SU is going to be throwing no. at them on defense. Our linebackers, as long as they stay healthy, are a problem for every team. Yeah, I think everybody's hit. a problem on defense. Like even the inexperienced guys, because they're inexperienced and that like, we don't have any tape on them, they become a problem. So we don't even yeah. know what they are. They could be awesome. They could be awful. We, we, we know, know what we're getting with Malik Cunningham. They don't know what they're getting with our defense. And, That's they're, the thing. and right. they're replacing a lot of, I mean, they do have probably an NFL tight end, Marshawn Ford coming back. But other than that, they're replacing all their receivers, right. running backs, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I know they have a good offensive line coming back too. So, I mean, that'll be tough. But, like, I got a question. Take away, take UConn and Wagner off of this damn schedule. It's brutal. Who is, who is the worst team that we play? BC. I would say, yeah. I would say BC or maybe... Virginia. Oh, I take it back. Virginia. Yeah. New coaching staff. Yeah, we we we've got the, the 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 advantage. We hold a huge advantage over Virginia. We play them early. We got early. their coaches. We got their coaches. Literally. Yes. <laughs> we yes. got their offensive coaches. Yes. And they're going through yeah. a huge coaching change. Although they do have a great quarterback that's coming back. They do, and but these coaches know that quarterback. First, this is his first year being a head coach too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he oh. was the OC for Clemson. Mm-hmm. And now is uh, being a head coach. So, I mean, yeah, I think, well, it'll be interesting. Um, BC graduated. Uh, ironically, they actually did graduate some NFL talent. So that's, you know, different. But, um, you know, they're. Well, they got Jerkovic back. Yeah, we'll. See. I mean, we'll see. And an NFL receiver, Zay Flowers is good. Yeah, but we have two NFL or three or four or five. Yeah, NFL you're right. Yeah, backs. yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's just all about how healthy we are at the end of the season. That's why I hate seeing BC and Florida State. And if if it's possible, I mean, if you have a Sam, a Sam Hartman doesn't play, then Wake Forest isn't the 22nd ranked team. Certainly not. I mean, so they I mean, may that would not be, be anyway. Like to be honest, they may not be. That could be a legacy. They got Hartman and one receiver, right? Coming back from offense, could be um, you know the fact that they went to the ACC title last year. It could just be a rollover, residual. Yeah, exactly. I just hate to see those games in November where we're just traditionally not healthy and don't play good. 
but at some point, you know, you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired and oh, yeah. you play. So, um, I'm just we'll sick. See. I'm sick of being competitive through October Me and too. being right there on a bowl game brink, and then you just blow it and you play like ass. It's just it's such a tough schedule, and I'd love to be able to talk myself into going five and zero, especially considering that we play everybody tough at home, except and then we have that at UConn, at Clemson. Oh, well, you're talking about the first I'm five. I'm talking about just the top five. Yeah. Like, I would love to be able to come out, beat Louisville, and then UConn. And then, I mean, Purdue's going to be tough. Purdue's going to be tough, no doubt about it. But imagine if we win that game and then beat – I mean, imagine if we were 5-0 and going to that. And we'd be ranked coming out of a bye week playing NC State. I mean, that would be a primetime game. You're probably right, man. I mean, why are we be uh, yeah five and zero? That'll get you a ranking. They'll give us a ranking to go play NC State, and then you know they'll say like, okay, we'll see how. Yeah. that's what they did to us versus Notre Dame last time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Although that year we were, I think we finished what the twelfth best team in the country. So um, it was a warranted ranking. Yeah, that's true. It did did kind of stick at at once the season ended. It did it redeemed itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this this could be one of those years, man, where like we could be like we could be seven and five and legitimately a top twenty five team. Like it, they won't give it to us, but right. You know what I mean? It's like it, we played the second hardest schedule, and they're like, well, you know, they came out winners. Yeah, that's, that's the like, one thing I hate about football. They don't look at the strength of schedule, so it don't matter. Like I tell, is starting to. I are they? They're starting to. At least okay. on the back half, they do get. But they always put in like, you know, eleven and zero UTSA or Houston or you know they always want to get one of those teams and they'll always screw a team that's the you know a real meat of the conference like that would be a perfect example where they would just be like no Tulsa undefeated your guys are out there in so yeah well I mean the the, the year we won ten games we they picked us to pick to finish last right and. We even lost some games that year that we should have won. That wasn't the year we beat Clemson, but we lost a close one to Clemson and, and then yeah. and Pitt in overtime, right? So yeah. and then there was the what the Notre Dame game that was just a debacle. But yeah. Um but like you said, that was not this schedule. And No, certainly not. It's just a situation where we could be a way, we could be a better team than that year and have a and play better this year and still the schedule doesn't show. We go five and seven. And then nobody sees us in a bowl game, and they don't go back and look and see, oh, man, look at that guy's schedule. He probably right. should have been, you know what I mean? So I, that's the one thing I hate about that stuff, because at the end of the day, I do think that, I mean, we have a, a bowl team as far as when you look at talent on the roster. and depth. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But you got to go through this resume. Yeah. I just hate that it's an arbitrary number. What's that? It's just you. It don't matter what your schedule is. Just six wins. Boom. Cut it oh down. yeah, so I know. We well need just, quads. You might as well just eat. A, you might as well just play a bunch of bullshit teams in the. Bring quads to football. Let's get net well, rankings. That's what that's what they're trying to avoid now, right? Is by <laughs> but well, they're they're the conferences are starting to realize that it's like, hey, look, you know, when the other side of the conference, when the coastal was just absolutely horrible, and teams were going, you know, six and or. Didn't Miami go like ten and one or eleven and one, and then they played Wisconsin, who was like the fifth best team in the Big Ten, and then just got absolutely obliterated in the bowl game? Like you know, it's it, it t- eleven and one or ten, you know, whatever doesn't always equal the same thing. To Joe's point. 
Yeah. No, yeah, and it, it's never going to be fixed, games. though. It's never going to be fixed. No. There's, there's, there's no way for to to be fixed. And right. and like you said, Tyler, um, it we're looking at a situation where you've got the 35 teams that break away in their own league, and then everybody else is just playing for peanuts, anyways, and scraps. So, you know, it's just it's that's where it's headed. That's where everything's headed. And I just, I don't know. I feel like everything, everything, everything is getting worse. With college sports, period. The politics are getting worse, huh? It's overall in life. <laughs> right, yeah, that too. But I mean, just the politics yeah. involved with it and everything and, and the way that it's headed, the NIL is, is, is taking a... Is, I don't think it has yet, and I was all for the NIL. I just didn't think it was going to be the way it is. It's oh, just, we haven't I feel, seen the worst of that. Ex- that's what I'm saying, is that it's not bad yet, but it's going, it's going to get... It's gonna get ugly. I feel like certain well, things could be left in the dust are on that. Ugly parts of it already. We just don't know and hear about it. Right. You know? Right. The worst, the worst is happening right now as we speak. I just don't know the ram the true ramification. I'm very disconnected at this point. I was from the inner workings. So. I was admittedly totally naive to the idea, and I, I there was people that I I listened to that were totally against it. And uh, and 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 for some of these reasons, I'm like, man, let's just let's just do it. Let's just try it. See what happens. I feel like the, the guys, you know, I feel like these athletes deserve it. And I think I re- I think I regret getting behind it. But now in my head, the way I got behind it was nothing like it's turning out to be. That's the thing, right? So That's, that is the problem. Yeah. So when you when you, how can I put this? So basically, what was happening behind closed doors? is out in the open now and it Correct. and it's in it and it's it's somewhat legal to a certain extent but what they've what they're doing now it's like when you it's like management man when you give your when you give your people a little bit they take a little bit more they take a little bit more <laughs> and then you got to make rules and try to reel it in right and then, and then there's an uproar and then you know this is the situation they're in they have they have unleashed too much at once and it's taken a sideways turn, and it's not. I just don't see it getting better. I don't see them reeling it in. Everything that's happening now was already happening. It's just out in the open now. And now that's out in the open, and it's okay. Then now we're reached. Now we're going to reach the next level. When we reach the next level, I don't know. Maybe we're already there. But it's just going to get uglier. Well, I would say give college football two seasons under the conditions, away from COVID, with the players getting paid. Like, I want to actually see what the product on the field does the next couple of years. And here's why I say that. USC, traditional power, they became not good because they cheated and paid their players. Now they can do that legally. Right, okay. exactly. Miami used to be the, 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 the power, and they got in trouble because they paid their players. Now they can do it legally as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so now these other powers have propped up and Alabama's always been there. I get it. Ohio state will always be there. Same thing. Clemson was the one that came up in the, in the void of what Miami left. And then, um, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state, among many others have pulled guys away from Southern California who should be going to USC. Um, because they weren't competitive and they had restrictions against that right so now when we reset the playing field i'm really curious to see what does the open market actually do for college football because the scholarship was always the only thing that you could offer over the table and not all scholarships are equal in the same way that playing for alabama is not the same as playing for tulsa they're both a full scholarship but even if you want to take it a step further getting a scholarship 
or getting a chance to play at Harvard is unlike the other two examples as well. So not all scholarships were equal to begin with, and now we have an open playing field. I'm curious to see how the product goes from here. Yeah, well, we'll see. No, you got to wait to see, but I, I look at it almost as like baseball, right? Like, yeah, they, they don't have happen. a salary cap. So what happens is, well, the teams with the most monies gets the, right. the more, but you know, the better players, right? So, right. I mean, and that's what's going to happen. And that's where yep. we've seen the collectives. And, you know, me and Sean have talked about this and Syracuse actually finally just got one. But I mean, just like any new rule or new process or new thing that they roll out, obviously there's going to be things that were unforeseen, things that are going to happen um, from consequences to this to where then you have to tweak it. And, you know, I mean, people are if people are if, if they try hard enough, you can find a loophole for almost anything. And so at the end of the day, if you want to throw together a bunch of boosters and say, oh, we're a small business collective just to pay these guys, like you said, you're out in the open and you're doing it legally. Then, I mean, all you're doing is you're showing your face, you're showing um, what's going on, and right. now we can actually take that and fix it. Well, now so, they can talk to kids out in the open, and there's no repercussions. No, but, but what I'm saying is, is that, okay, they did this. Now, when they see what happens from this, then they'll be able to correct it, because now they know, mm. you know, they made it legal, so now you know, you're going to end up knowing how big it's it like actually is. like putting toothpaste right? back in the tube, man. I mean... I don't. I'm with Sean. I don't think it gets corrected. I think it's just no. like, it's yeah, because you can't say, all right, the the next recruit. Let's. I, it's being in Texas. It's it's unbelievable the money that exchanges hands for recruits out here. So I made the joke the other day that my company will soon be sponsoring kids to go to Syracuse out of Houston. I'm just be walking around with blank checks because we need a tax write off, and I'm just be like, hey, just please, please go to Syracuse, but. If one kid from AM gets a million dollar pledge, and then you now say the highest that you can go is five hundred thousand, the kid, the next kid's just gonna say he got a million, he got a million, he got, a, and they're just gonna beat him to death until they that's the that's the floor, because you can't go backwards on precedent in my mind in sports. It Not just with has this. to stay, yeah. and then it just uh, see it's like I legalizing street prostitution, up. man. All of a sudden, street prostitution's legal now. You don't see them, you know they're there. You don't see them. Now they're all over the place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if you're, if you're getting a collective together that's basically like, oh, this is a small business that basically just pays these athletes to come here. Like, you don't think that you can do something about that? Versus like who can? The NCAA? Be, I mean, you can't. Well, well, you can't. You know, Pitt just has to spend more than Syracuse. That's what you got to do. And okay, well, on the, okay, well, by the way, the question then. By the way, when I when we talked about the collectives and all that stuff, and, and Homeboy said he wasn't going to play the game, remember? And I said, well, if he doesn't play the game, we're done. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. have to play the game. If you don't play the game and you try to be above the fold, like you're some kind of moral arbiter for, for college sports, like you're Bro. so buttoned up, like you but have to we, play the game. Dude, if we rely on boosters from Syracuse, then we are... Well, guess what, Done. Joe? That's my point. <laughs> That's Done. Mine as well. That's my point. Syracuse yeah. is going to be in trouble. And it sucks. That's what I was trying to talk about with my brother a couple weeks ago when y'all were here. And, and you know, um, it's just the blue chips will be the blue chips and then where everybody else is, is, is lagging behind. We'll never okay, catch well, up. So let me – so, you know, we talked about these 35 – Right. These teams like 35, 36 teams that are going to, you know, create these super conferences. Syracuse in or Syracuse out? I don't out. think so. 
I don't think so. No. Mm. I think we're the Division One A that's left over, but yeah. I don't think we go. Yeah, we we may be the best among once what we got left, or along with Duke, something like that. So. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. BS and Duke. <laughs> yeah, battling it out for the Natty. It's like watching AAA baseball, Duke, which Syracuse, I, we, Northwestern, and Vanderbilt. I mean, which is good. If that's where your team plays, that's where your team plays. I mean, that's what you watch, right? But it's not the big leagues, man. It's like watching Bush League stuff compared Dude, to Cup Series. That would be like being series. a AAA fan over an MLB fan. Well, well yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. Let me ask you a question, though. On a flip side, do you think that, like, you know how sometimes players in the NFL, they get that, that second contract after that rookie contract and they just kind of what do they do that, wait what do they do i, I missed that there's there are players that once they get paid like you have your rookie contract <laughs> right and then you play and you prove yourself and usually the main big contract your big money maker is your second contract for nfl players right. sure sure isn't and there a, a isn't there a max to, rookie pay pay uh salary though there is there yeah. is yeah. yeah yeah and it's not Which much right which is why you're motivated to play hard through your rookie contract right. to get that second contract, and that's going to be your moneymaker, whether it's with the team that drafted you or not. Right. And gotcha. A lot of those players, not a lot, but there's a percentage of those players that they get the money and then they kind of check out. They don't play as hard. They don't have the motivation, right? They don't See have. See you later, made mine. So does that happen in college? I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. It happens. It happened yeah. when they weren't getting paid. They, yeah. Exactly. And these guys want to play one year. You know. I mean, for yeah. what for what it's worth, it's going to look more and more like college basketball to that to that effect. I mean, it, I push back a little. I push back a little because if the NIL deals, because here's what. Okay, you bring up a great point, Sean. If I'm an NIL guy or a supplier of funds, I'm writing it into the deal. This will go away if you don't play because this is for your performance on the field. This isn't because sure. You now we got to contracts. Drive yeah. to Syracuse, right? You know, like, yeah. and live here. That's not. That's not what this is about, my friend. I'm paying you to be happier. <laughs> I am depressed when my team loses. You are supposed to make me happy. This is what these funds are for. I'm literally buying myself out of depression. So that being said, <laughs> hey guys, let's playing. collect. You play, money's out. If you go out, spend all this money partying, and you don't play, and you don't play good, then. Guess what? I just became a fundraiser. Money back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's um that's how I would see it. And I know that Southern Minds would think similarly to me. So Yeah, it's yes. it's a game. It's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting. Uh, it can be interesting to see. <laughs> interesting shit show. Yeah. One of the two, both. Uh but right. okay. Different. Uh, for whatever reason, we've talked about NIL. I don't know how many times, and I feel like every time we talk about it, it is a different conversation. That's how convoluted the whole thing is and has become. And I'm sure we'll do this again, and it'll be a different conversation down the road. Probably will. <laughs> Tyler, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. We'll see you next year. It's been great. That's it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Look, we we. We didn't get you on as much. See, look, I always like to have like a James Zuba to get basketball here and there, here and there, or Tyler Marona to do some football here and there, here and there. Last year, we didn't do anything. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Maybe coming off of uh, 
just getting back into the swing of, of full-time fans in and all that stuff. But we got to have you back. So bug me. When you're available or you got something to talk about, you got to let me know. Because we'll just oh, well, have you on. There's, there's no doubt. Okay. Um, my brain has kind of been just, you know, idling, you know, but Syracuse football comes back. I come back to life. So I'm, I'm waking up. The bear is leaving hibernation. Um, again, that? as always, the offer stands. You know, if you guys want some, you know, some connections or some, some phone numbers or some intros to some other guests that might be a little bit, you know, more, uh, you know, connected to the program, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm always willing to make that happen. So you guys let me know. Well, I will always keep that Appreciate in mind. That, I'll always keep that in mind. For whatever reason, we never take advantage of those opportunities, Joe and I. So we just do a different show. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably a lot of wasted opportunities that have passed us by. Um, but we just like doing the game breakdown thing because I don't think there's still, to this day, I don't think anybody's doing it the way we do it. And it's like the niche. You know what I mean? No, and let's be honest, Sean. I mean, you get to the summer, you kind of check out. Oh, I'm I mean, checked out. Just... I'm checked out. He's got to bug the shit out of me for... Like, hey, man, it's been two weeks. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and there's no. <laughs> Thank God it was a slow news summer. That's all I got to say. It was an irregularly slow yeah. news summer um, outside of when we got the quarterback transfer. But, um, yeah, which honestly it leads me to back to question number one, which is just our, you know, kind of the what we started talking about at the beginning, which was, you know, the fact that there was no news, it was positive news. And I think that's what kind of is building this, you know, allure around the team. And so, you know, it's not like there's, we're trying to fire our quarterback and we're trying to do this, that, and the third, like we're actually just going straight ahead and it's exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, it is, this is it though. This is it for Sean's podcast vacation. Next week is the yeah, it's Louisville. done, buddy. <laughs> Next week's the Louisville pregame, and then um, we're we're full throttle into into football season till November, and we get to do the overlap, which is always my favorite. So that's a good time of year. It is a good time of year. You're you're you know it depends on where football's at because it, it's good no matter what. Either football's way up here and you're really excited about looking towards a bowl game, and you got basketball coming, or football's so bad you're like, well, at least there's basketball. Right. Let's <laughs> let's go. So uh, speaking of which, yeah, going to be any good at basketball? This I year? feel like they're going to be good. I got I got high <sighs> hopes man, on all know. of this, man. I do. There's some unanswered questions. There are unanswered Probably. questions, but there is also talent. Judah Mintz. Judah Mintz. Judah Mintz. It's all on Jess, him. Jesse's coming back. Jesse's right? coming back. back, yes. Jesse's Jesse playing right now. Jesse's playing overseas right now. He did something. He's been, he's been uh, playing for the um, Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Is he fouling out in the first five minutes like he does for us? I, no. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully he gets it all out of his system. That's what we're hoping. That's why coach sent and him that, over there. They're talking about Gerard playing off the ball, being a two-guard. Yeah. So, well, that's and I think, refreshing. Because yeah. that's his position. Correct. But, <laughs> I mean, other than that, we got some guys to, you know. A lot of time. We have to, to Benny Williams in our, in our recruiting Benny class. Williams also p- doing something um, in the offseason. US, U.S. East Coast team or something? Yeah. For some tournament? Yep. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, getting in luck, I think he's going to be a star. That kid's got so much potential. But anyway, I digress. Agreed. All right. All right, Tyler, once again, thank you. 
we will see all of you back here uh, next week. As I said, we're going to be full bore into into football season, and uh, we'll have Tyler back too. Maybe we'll do we'll do something uh, around um, going into NC State, maybe during the the uh, bye week or something. So, all right, for Joe and Tyler, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Tyler, they can't hear you nod your head, bro. He's got nothing. <laughs>